0: It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You're
1: listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. But I do want to talk about a big return that is imminent. The Knicks will have a key piece for this stretch run, as Mitchell Robinson returns to the lineup, Robinson was listed as questionable on Thursday as he returns from a broken thumb. Uh, tip said uh, Robinson's Thursday practice went well, so um, there seems to be momentum that he could play on Friday. As we record the show on Friday, he could if he doesn't play Friday, certainly play over the weekend. Talk about the impact that Mitchell Robinson will have on this team, Tommy. How would he improve the Knicks offensively and defensively when he returns to the lineup?
2: Yeah, it's a good point. And when we talk about, you know, can they win two or three, you know, yeah. kind of projecting the record of next six weeks, Mitch is an important point. Um, he was the team's best defender over the first uh, 50 plus games of the season, you know, when he was active 40, uh, I think 44, he played the first 40 games. Um, And uh, as I mentioned on the previous spot, uh, on Thursday's spot, the Knicks' defensive rating with Mitchell Robinson in the lineup, 11th overall in the NBA. The the Knicks' defensive rating without Mitchell Robinson in the lineup falls all the way to 24th. So obviously the most important aspect of the thing that he brings to the table is interior defense. Um, You know, his block shots, you know, his blocks haven't been crazy this year, but that's actually a good sign, I think, of his development defensively, doing a better Mm -hmm. job staying on his feet, not chasing stats like steals and Blocks, um you know more concerned with being a help defender and just altering guy shots as opposed to blocking them um you know which is going to help keep him out of foul trouble um if not look as as you know as as impressive as, as t- statistically um yeah. still certainly tibbs notices um coaching staff notices that type of stuff um offensively obviously you, you know that he's going to finish if and when he gets the ball around the rim um i think we'd all like to see a couple more lobs to kind of feed the big man keep him engaged offensively and then offensive rebounds um He was in the in in the midst of establishing himself as arguably the best offensive rebounder in the NBA. Um, You know, kind of him and Steven Adams were battling out there for a little while. And and right before his injury, um, Mitch was playing that, you know, just really keeping balls alive on that offensive end. So, um, again, now we factor in the hopefully Hartenstein will continue to play as well as he played over the final month uh, prior to the All-Star break. Um, and again, if you have those 48 minutes of that two headed monster of I Heart and Mitch Rob, um, that's a really good center combination um, that, that can kind of, the Knicks can differentiate themselves, um, you know, from, from the rest of the league in terms of, you know, that that's, that's a lot of talent. That's a, uh, you yeah. know, um, those guys can contribute on both ends of the floor. So, um, you know, Mitch Rob, you, you assume there'll be some rust there. Um, but uh, assuming he's clear tonight, he's currently listed as questionable. We're, we're, we are recording this on Friday afternoon. Um, maybe he'll sit out tonight and then return for Friday. Maybe you don't want him playing back-to-backs or play Friday night, sit out Saturday's game, return Monday. Um, but make no mistake, for the Knicks to kind of unlock their potential uh, and be the best team they can be. Um, that includes Mitch Robinson back healthy, doing what he does. R.J. Barrett uh, playing far better on both ends, Quinn Grimes knocking down shots. You get all these kind of factors falling into place. Um, Knicks are a scary team, so uh, we'll see how it it shakes out.
1: Another day is here
2: and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE.
1: I think that's what's so exciting about this stretch run is that the Knicks have played so well in this stretch without Mr. Robinson. And has played exceptionally well since Josh Hart joined the team. But you still feel like they have not quite hit their ceiling because we know what Mitchell Robinson brings to the table. We know RJ Barrett's is going to have to play better. He has a capability of playing better. Yes. We know Quentin Grimes has capability to be a better shooter, and he's got to shoot the ball better. And we know that that's possible. So if you do get those factors coming in, and you still have Randall and Brunson playing at such a high level, Manuel quickly continuing to be a stud off the bench, Ihar continuing to be a stud off the bench in the, over the last month or so. I mean, then you're really cooking with gas. So there's a lot of excitement for this return. For Mitchell Robinson, um, like you said, his defense is uh so important to the Knicks, just his ability. To just, um, one, I think what's been maybe most impressive about Mitchell Robinson's, in my opinion, his growth isn't like you said, necessarily shot blocking or sometimes even the verticality that he shows. Like, he does a great job with that, and he's, we know he's seven foot one, and he jump out the gym, we know he's going to always be able to do that. But I kind of like how he quarterbacks the defense, like so much. I remember early in his career, they like, and this might be even a David Fisdale thing, like. Mitch Robinson is so quiet and, you know, he's kind of kind of a laid back dude. Like, you know, he wouldn't be calling out the signals, calling out the defenses. And that led to miscommunications oftentimes. And even when the Knicks were struggling defensively all season, like hearing Mr. Robinson on that back line, calling out the signals, calling out the coverages and and how he gets everybody in the right position. And I don't know how many times I've seen him when guys screw up, him go to them immediately say, hey, this is where you're supposed to be on this pick and roll coverage. I think that you'll see the Knicks improve from that standpoint. Not to say that Jericho isn't solid, but Jericho is kind of like where uh, where Robinson was three years ago, where he's a quiet guy. I don't know how vocal he is in terms of making sure everybody's in the right position. So I think uh, the Knicks defense, I expect to take a a big leap with Mitchell Robinson returning, just from being more on the same page in that regard. I also think offensively, I mentioned Josh Hart. One of the things I think has been surprising for some who maybe aren't familiar with Josh Hart's game is how good a passer he is. I'm excited to see if when in the game time, but he gets some 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 time to fall. Mitchell Robinson, some of those lobs he's been throwing to I Hard and Sims, especially I Hard. I wonder if he can get some of that action with uh, Mitchell Robinson, some of those uh, easy buckets for him. We know Mitchell Robinson is so elite when it comes to efficiency and ability to score around the basket. If he gets more opportunities, Knicks will do a lot better because he shoots almost seventy percent from the field. So a lot of positive signs and positive things to take away from uh, Mitch's return here.
2: Definitely, and I agree. I think that's an important point with Mitch Rob. I I kind of view him offensively as like that speedy wide receiver. He's not great at running routes. Um, you know, he's not going to run slants and digs, but you know, he can take the top off a of defense. You know, what a speedster, yeah. an outside guy can do. Um, and and just you know, throw the ball downfield. And you only run the play a couple times a game, or maybe the quarterback scrambling, but it keeps the defense honest. It keeps that safety leaking back instead of you yeah. know coming to the box, and you know, so you, you know it's, it's easier to run. Um, you know, if you don't have eight guys in the box. Those are the type of things, just to plant it in the back of um, the, the defense's head, that that's an option, something you have to worry about. um So I hope we see more of that, you know, kind of Mitch Robb um, and Brunson 1-5 pick and rolls yeah. where they, where they kind of get that going. Maybe that frees R.J. Barrett a little bit if he gets going left and, and throws some, some lops to Mitch. um And the other thing you mentioned with Hart is a great point on Kuzma because um, he has torched the Knicks the last two times. Absolutely. They- um, so I, I expect Hart, you know, and that's a kind of an ideal matchup for Hart defensively. I think he'll take that, that matchup, uh, you know, he'll, he'll, he will have been focused. I'm sure Tibbs has sent him, you know, tape of those previous two games <laughs> oh, and he, yeah. he looked at it, you know, for 40, 48 straight hours. Um, and you mentioned the passes with Mitch Rob. Yes, I think that's also an option. But something I was thinking about uh, the other day was maybe Obi can get some more open looks off, off uh, Josh Hart passes, you know, yeah. as opposed to just standing in the corner, have him play the dunker spot, um, you know, have cut back door. Um, when you're now, with you're playing with Hartenstein and, and and Josh Hart, um, those are two guys that could, that could potentially look for you. Um, so something we could see from that second unit a little bit. Um, and again, we didn't even talk about unlocking Obi in terms of, you know, yeah. reaching that next level. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot to uh, potentially like in terms of, you know, putting it all together. Um, But, uh, you know, we're running out of time now. You know, there's only about five or six weeks left in the season. So um, if they're going to kind of get on the same page, you'd like to see them do it sooner rather than later.
1: Yeah, it's funny you mentioned, you know, Tiz probably sending Josh Hart plenty of material on uh, Kuzma. Remember, he was uh, emailing Julius (laughs) Randle over the summer about things to do and emailing Derrick Rose which everybody's like, why would you send that in an email? Why would you just text me or call me? So uh, we know Tibbs uh, uh, lives in Club Tarrytown, and I'm sure he he he, uh, he is very in tune with what they have to do to stop Kuzma on Friday. But, yes, uh, the, the return of Mitchell Robinson, definitely all good things for the Knicks. Are you a little concerned that the injuries could be a recurring issue for Mitch? Because this is, you know, been another year where he has to miss a month of time because of some injury. You know, this one being more freak. But honestly, I think all of them have been kind of freak injuries. I don't think any of them have been kind of wear and tear injuries. He had broken foot, uh, broken thumb here. Uh, any concern about injuries being a thing with Mitch? Or do you think that maybe this is just like a, a rough stretch of his career where he's just getting bad luck? No, I think you basically got to factor in, and I think we talked about it in
2: one of the first pods we did, you almost got to factor in him playing like sixty-five games a year. You know, some right. players are, are just like that. Um, certainly, to, you know, taller, bigger, uh, bigger, thin, thinner players, and and Mitch isn't isn't slight by any means, but he's not, you know, one of these tanks. Um, you know, so and you know, as the, the the positive side of the of the injuries is that they are sort of freak injuries. There's not a you know a recurring foot issue. You know, sometimes yeah. you get big guys that you know deal with a foot, you know, a, a crack in his foot that that just doesn't heal or you know hasn't been knee injuries it's been kind of these freak hands and 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 thumbs and and things along those lines so um there's one good takeaway uh from the consistent injury um it's it's that none of it's kind of weight bearing issues you know with the yeah all important joints, um, but yeah, going forward, I think that's part of the reason why Nick fans were concerned and and some pundits were um, criticized the contract, the four year deal, uh, because if he plays seventy five games a year and, and produces at that level that he's in at, he's going to exceed the value of that contract. The issue is he might he's going to miss chunks of twenty games at a time. we just hope he's healthy for this final six week stretch in the postseason, um, and, and we'll see if that is the case this year
1: Mitchell Robinson, a key piece for the Knicks in this uh, stretch uh, to the playoffs here.